You're listening to the Faith Matters Podcast with Steve McKinley. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Steve McKinley. I'm the pastor of the Navin Baptist Fellowship, and this is the Faith Matters Podcast, where we discuss all matters of faith. And today we want to talk about what happens after death. Did you know that around 60 million people are estimated to die every single year? That is a staggering number, 60 million people. And that works out to about 164,000 people every day, or roughly two people dying every single second. Every second, two people are dying And you know that your turn is coming, and my turn is coming. It's like a train on a one-way track that's not turning around. Uh, It's kind of like a a mighty waterfall that is just constantly pouring over the the cliff uh, to the rocks below. It's constantly pouring, except we're not talking about water. We're talking about the souls of men. And every day, the souls of men are passing into eternity. And I think... You know, you don't think about it too much when you're younger, but the older you get, the more you contemplate what is what will happen to me after death, and what is after death like? What does it look like? What does it feel like? Is there an after death, or is death simply the end? And so, you know, have you ever sat around and contemplated what will happen to you after death? And what if I told you, I know what happens after death? You might be sitting there thinking, well, who are you to know? How could you possibly know? Nobody really knows, but I'm sitting here saying, I am confident I know what happens after death. And it's not actually that big of a mystery. I confess I cheated a little bit, and uh, I read a book. I read this book right here, and this is God's book to us that tells us all about life and death and all about the things of God. And this book tells us exactly what happens after death. But seriously, what else is there except the Bible? When you think of all the holy books out there, when you think of just all the the books out there about um, theories about what happens, maybe people's stories of near-death experiences and just speculations about the afterlife. They don't hold a candle to the Bible. And really, the Bible speaks to things after life. There is nothing else out there. There is no other book that speaks to matters of life and death like the Bible does. And the Bible is true, and the Bible tells us. And so what does the Bible say about what comes after death. And we might use the word translation. And translation simply means the change of one form to another. And the Bible says that we are going to be translated, now that's my word, by the way, but we are going to be translated into one of two places. And I'm sure you've guessed it already, it's heaven or hell. And if that's what you were thinking, you were correct. That is what the Bible says. Those are the two choices. We are going to be either translated directly into heaven or hell. And that's what the Bible says. You know, death is the separation of the spirit from the body. And uh, that's what James says in James chapter 2, verse 26. He says, uh, the spirit without the body is dead. 
And so the body stays here on earth and goes, goes on and decays and it's dead. But the spirit lives on and the spirit leaves the physical things of this world behind and is, the spirit is translated directly into one of two places, either heaven or hell. <clears throat> and heaven, the Bible says, is a wonderful place. Heaven is the place that everybody wants to be. Well, most sane people, I would say, want to be in the place of heaven. And the Apostle Paul said, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. He said that in 2 Corinthians 5, verse 8, and he used these two words, confident and willing. He said, I am confident and willing to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. And Paul had no fear about what would happen after death because he knew that as soon as his spirit left the body, he would immediately be in the presence of the Lord. And in Philippians chapter 1 and verse 23, he described it like this, departing and being with Christ. And so death is a departure of the spirit from the body and to be immediately with Christ, the one who saves us and makes a way for us to come into heaven, into the presence of God. And Jesus said, if any man serve me, let him follow me. And where I am, there shall also my servant be. And so if you're a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are his follower, you get to be where he is. And where is Jesus right now? He's in heaven. And if you die, your spirit will leave the body and be translated directly into heaven to be there in the very presence of the Lord Jesus Christ who died uh, to save you and to make a way for you to come into heaven. The psalmist uh, David expressed it this way, In thy presence is fullness of joy. At thy right hand there are pleasures forevermore. And so heaven is a place of joy and pleasures forevermore. Now, a fuller discussion on the topic of what heaven is like is, is probably a topic for another podcast. But for the pur our purposes here, we ought to know that life in heaven after death is fullness of joy and its pleasures in heaven. It's not a mundane existence. It's pleasurable and our, our hearts will be filled, they'll be filled up with joy, the joy of being in the very presence of the Lord and living in heaven forever. And so what a wonderful place to be. That's the place that we want to be. And there is an indication in the scripture that we get an intermediate body after death. You know, so the spirit leaves this body, and the body decays and goes back into the ground, but the spirit goes and lives in the presence of the Lord and gets some kind of body that's made for heaven living. Now, this all happens before the resurrection, so there are things that happen after um, in, in the period of what we call the end times. But before we get to the end times, you're, you're living there in the presence of the Lord, and you get a what's called an intermediate body, some form of physical body that allows you to live in heaven. 
And so heaven's a wonderful place to be. And if you die in the Lord, if you've been a disciple of Jesus Christ and he's your Savior, you're immediately translated into heaven in the presence of the Lord. Now, what about hell? Well, hell is reserved for all those who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. Hell is reserved for those who have rejected God and rejected his free gift of salvation. And the Bible speaks of hell in terrible terms. Hell is not a pleasant place. And, you know, I think a lot of people doubt maybe the the reality of hell. But if you accept Jesus and accept his words, did you know that Jesus talked about hell more than anyone else? And he described it as a place of brimstone and fire um, and a place of unquenching fire. It sounds like a terrible place that Jesus described. Jesus said in Matthew 12, verse 40, So shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. Now, Jesus was talking about when he died on the cross. He died, and he was immediately translated into um, the underworld, or what we would call the, the place of the dead. And Jesus described it as being three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. So likely, you know, we have reason to believe that hell is in the center of the earth. And hell as we know it right now is only a temporary holding cell before the final damnation. Now everyone who is in hell ultimately will be judged and will receive final damnation in a horrible place called the lake of fire. But right now hell is is simply a holding cell. Um, and it's still not a good place to be because um, it's a place of fire and uh, the, o- the only destiny that you have at that point is the fierce judgment of God. The psalmist said in Psalm 9, verse 17, the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. Think about all the people and all the nations of the world who have forgotten God. Maybe you have forgotten God um, and aren't paying God any heed or giving any attention to God. God says the wicked shall be turned into hell and all the nations that forget God. And there also is indication in Scripture that there are various levels of hell. And so the, the psalmist in Psalm eighty six thirteen says, Thou hast delivered my soul from the lowest hell hell, the lowest hell. And so very likely there are levels to hell. But no matter what level you end up in, in hell, it's an unpleasant place to be and not a place to go. And so these are the two options. You're translated into heaven or you're translated into hell. There is no alternative. And so think about it. There is no limbo state. There's no in-between state. There's no waffling back and forth. All these near-death experiences that you hear about, don't believe them because the Bible says you're immediately translated into heaven or hell. You don't travel back and forth between the other world, the the spirit world, and this physical world. It doesn't happen. And so there, there is no limbo state, and there also is no purgatory a place where you can somehow work off your sins and make your way on to heaven. There is no such thing. 
Now, I've read this book many times, and I can't find anything in here about a limbo state or purgatory. There's nothing like that. That's more of man's imaginations to go along with all the other stories out there about what happens after death. But God in his word is so clear, there's one of two choices. There's translation into heaven, and there's translation into hell. That's it. And so when you die, and your death is coming, your turn's coming and my turn's coming, where are you going to be? And so what happens to you after death? Well, really, you get to decide. You get to decide where you end up. Are you ready? Will you end up in heaven or will you end up in hell? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few be there that find it. And if you read Matthew chapter 7, you find out that that narrow gate and that narrow road is Jesus Christ himself. He is the only way into heaven. Jesus is the door into heaven. And you have to enter into heaven through the door of Jesus Christ. And that's because he died on the cross for your sins. And so you can prepare for the afterlife and you can prepare for heaven by becoming a disciple of Jesus Christ. In a future episode, I'm going to talk more about how you can prepare for the afterlife and how you can prepare for heaven. Um, next week, I want to talk about this idea of soul sleep. You know, a lot there are a lot of people out there today who believe that you just go to sleep um, after death. That's known as soul sleep, and I'll address that next week. But thank you for tuning in, and I hope this has been a little bit enlightening to you. I hope, I hope that you have this idea in your head that there is one of two places that you're going to end up, heaven or hell. And I want you to think about where will you be. And so become a disciple of Jesus Christ, and I'll see you in heaven. <laughs>